Hello and welcome to the Russell Investments Australian Advisor Podcast. My name is Bronwyn Yates and I'm Head of Business Solutions. And as part of our business solutions and practice management capabilities, one area of focus for us is how we can help advisors connect and provide those peer learning opportunities and forums to hear how other advisors are dealing with opportunities and challenges in a year like 2020. Uh, and so where we have, haven't had as many opportunities to connect as we would have liked, we're hoping these podcasts can give you a bit of an insight into how some other advisors are, are responding to the year 2020 uh, and preparing for the year 2021. So today I have with me Jono Philpot from HLB Manjud. Uh, he's a partner in the Wealth Management, Management Division. Uh, so thanks for joining us, Jono. Thanks, Brendan. Thanks for having me. So just to kick off, tell us a little bit about uh, the business there at HLB Manjud and, and the types of clients that you work with. Sure, yep. So HLB Manjud is a, a mid-tier chartered accounting firm. Um, uh, so we're, we're based in Sydney, but we've got offices all around um, uh, Australia and each of the capital cities and a couple of regional offices there. We're all separate um, um, practices, but so we all operate independently of each, each other uh, and, and same for our wealth management advice there. Uh, so we, we started wealth management back in 99 um, and, and I was with the vice, I joined the firm back in 95. So I've, I've been here for, for, for quite a while. Um, and it was back then, it was really, um, we we'd have, were probably one of the first firms that started specialising within self-managed superannuation fund. And it was for those clients really back then who were obviously setting up their self-managed super funds and, and then looking for a bit of investment advice. Um, we, 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 um, 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 so that, that, that kind of became our, our core client base and still probably largely today is still um, mostly what we look after, sort of, you know, um, the firm's um, clients who, who have a self-managed superannuation fund. But um, we're probably far more integrated with the, with the accounting firm these days in that, that um, you know, for, for many of our clients that might be doing our, um, you know, they, they, they might have their own business. Um, so, you know, where their accountants for the business then on the personal side of things, we're then providing their uh, the personal wealth management advice for them as well. And probably about um, four or five years ago, we decided to really expand the wealth management services um, from just, I guess, being traditional wealth management to um, also including more specialist services. So estate planning, um, in effect, we, we, we formed a, a JV with a, a specialist um, um, solicitor in that area there. Um, we then, um, um, and we've always gone out and, and found the specialists in the area to form these um, uh, JVs with. And then we then did the same with insurance, uh, personal insurance, and also uh, debt advisory as well. So we've now got these kind of three specialist um, uh, um uh, divisions um, within the within our wealth management offering as well. So it really allows us to be a fairly um, um, complete, I guess, wealth management service to our clients. They can, you know, with HLB Manager, they can be getting all their accounting and tax stuff done with us. Then on the personal side of things, you know, it can be their investments, their superannuation, their estate planning can be with us, um, insurances and, and, and uh, mortgages and that sort of thing as well. So we think that's a pretty um, um, complete, offering and, and a bit of a unique one as well where there's not really we, we don't find in the accounting space um, uh, probably all that many other firms are offering quite the, the breadth of services that we're doing now. Yeah right and so obviously you mentioned the JVs but within the team um, that you're offering that uh, wealth management service to uh, how many team members in HLB Manjud would you have? So the wealth management 
division would have about 14 team members uh, in Sydney and a few more in Manila as well. Um, so yeah, we're we're a good size. Yeah, we've been going since '99, so we've we've built up a a good um, a size um, team uh, there, and 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 um and we're now a fairly significant part of the accounting firm as well. You know, it's a, you know, there's 150 people in Sydney here, so we're a you know good size division. Yeah, excellent. And so thinking about the year 2020, so take us back a little bit to to March, for example, with your team, um, particularly uh, the Australian-based and Manila-based and your virtual partners, um, how did the team uh, cope and, and manage with all the change that occurred earlier in the year? Uh, so like, I guess, most of the um, 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 yeah, larger businesses, certainly they were forced to um, um, all work remotely. So, you know, shut the offices down and, and um, we're lucky that we've got a, 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 um, an IT division that, um, and I think it was more by luck than anything, but um, um, about six months ago, uh, sorry, before the March COVID hit us, um, we actually all had to do a, a period of um, work, trying, uh, doing the whole work from home, seeing whether the, our, our um, connections, home internets and all this sort of thing all work well. So we had a we had an IT um, um, part that was already prepared us in some ways from to working remotely. Big difference to actually then getting in and doing it and you've got kids running around the place yeah. and, you know, real madhouse and trying to work an eight-hour day and all that sort of stuff. That's a, that's a different story. But um, um, I, I was actually amazed at how quickly – the, the our, our firm and particularly our, our team had, had, um, adjusted to the whole new environment that we we're in and and how um, really we didn't really miss too much of a beat at all. I mean, obviously it's a different type of communication that's now going on and all that sort of thing. But um, uh, we, I, 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 yeah, hats off to our our team. They they adapted really well, and I was in fact probably the, the one most struggling with all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes is the way. Uh, and yeah. did you see some opportunities come out of that? Do you think either for your team or the way you worked with clients? Um, I, not at the not at the time. Um, and and we were. I at, when it all kind of um, yeah the markets fell forty percent over the one month period and 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 yeah this was and it was becoming clear that this was a a really serious health problem which obviously. And, and we're very adamant to clients up front that you, you don't even worry about anything economically yet until there's a health solution to the health problem, nothing is, is, is going to be fixed. And, and I was very much kind of getting clients to think like this would be like another GFC sort of period. So we're, we're going to have three years of hell. And, and, and the fact that everything's bounced back the way it has this year is still, um, on, and, and particularly when you look at what's happening in the US and Europe and, and that sort of thing and, and how their share market has been so positive with all their what's still going on in, in the in the countries themselves is, amazes me but um you know so i i i i really we weren't looking for opportunities at all so it was just really just batting down the hatches and and obviously you know we did a lot of communication with clients with, with seminars and but but more so just you know a lot more phone calls obviously going on and 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 again we we're able to um do face-to-face yeah well zoom meeting we, we, we're using microsoft teams for a lot of it and 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 naturally having a lot more older clients, there was, there was, you know, there was a few challenges with them teaching them how to, but a, a lot of them did. Um, and, and, yeah, they didn't mind. I, I, don't, I don't think longer term it's a solution for all of them, but certainly many of them just adapted to, to what we had to 
now go through um, with it all. But we were, we were, as I said, we were, we were really preparing everyone for this was, was going to be a real long haul sort of period there. And, and um, um, so, yeah, in regards to sort of you, yeah, picking up new clients and all that sort of thing, we were just focused on, on looking after the existing client bases. We kind of were back when GFC sort of happened, making sure that was all bettered down. So we weren't, we weren't really looking for too many opportunities at all back through that period then. Um, as things then very quickly bounce back in the markets, um, that's probably more so when the opportunities started arising um, for, for clients that were now, and this has been kind of more of a longer term sort of scenario where this whole, just people with, with money sitting around in cash and turn deposit sort of investments and, and, and seeing that now interest rates were getting below that 1% level there. I mean, they've been terrible for years, but, but you know, it's now getting this crisis point where they're just getting zero return at all on this money and they've got to do something with it. So um, a lot more of that money certainly started, uh, we've started investing a lot more of that probably from about the July period onwards for the second half of this this year. Um, we've been, been um, getting some pretty solid inflows. And have you found along the way, I mean, obviously talking generally across your client base, have there been needs to adapt the plans along the way, do you think? Or has it been, um, like you say, because you prepared them, you had the plan in place anyway, um, and so it was really just about staying the course? Or did you find that um, people did adjust their, um, their goals or objectives or their preferences, whether it be related to retirement or otherwise? Um, or is it really now, oh, actually, we've seen the bounce back. So, yep, let's just continue with the, the plan that we had in place. You kind of have a general feeling across your client base. Um, yeah, and we're not, and we're, we're never trying to be market experts or, or you, know, the, you know, saying that the market's at highs at this point or real lows at this point and, and get in where it's all very much, you know, this is investing for the rest of your life. You know, what's, what's the right sort of, um, you know, what's, what, what's the objective that we're looking for with it all and, 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 and going about with that. And, and we, we, we make sure clients understand that when we go through these rough periods, they've got enough in, in that, that, you know, secure bucket of theirs that we don't have to worry about selling shares at the wrong points um, in the market. So you're doing a lot of that sort of reinforcement, obviously, when things are at, at low points. Um, but then, you know, as you said, when, when, when things then pick up pretty quickly, um, so yeah, sometimes it's hard for them not to get a little bit too, a little bit caught up in it all as well, sort of thing and say, oh, well, let's, yeah, let's put some more money now in the, <laughs> you know, in the shares or whatever, you know, things are up 20% this month. Um, yeah, don't want to miss out. But um, um, so, so, yeah. And again, it's not, yeah, not not getting too caught up on that side of things as well, um, with it's just reminding them that no, this is the right allocation for you for that long term. Um, um, so it sounds like you've had to. It certainly changed a lot over the over you know what that balance portfolio used to look like ten years ago when you could whack money in turn deposits and get four or five percent per annum. As today, getting you know as I said that one percent level there, that's obviously moved everyone up that risk curve, and so. Um, um, yeah, that 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 balance one person today is probably looking more like about eighty percent in the shares and twenty percent kind of that that fixed interest sort of portfolio there. But probably um, um, the other one would be more just with people nearing retirement and and how um, so not necessarily so not wealth management clients as such, but they they're now you know they got really bounced around with with what happened and and to me this is one of the big things of. Of, of clients who have advice against clients who don't have advice. Those that don't have advice are really panicked when you have these extreme, vol and, and look, this is to have a 40% downward movement and then a, a 
what yeah whatever we're back up over the next six months is 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 a pretty incredible sort of ride. Um, but I know that the clients that have got advisors um, wouldn't have panicked through this whole period there, whereas most people who don't have advisors they're absolutely panicked when they see their super go from a million dollars down to six fifty or whatever it might have been, um, or if they had five hundred grand go down to now three fifty thousand or something like that, and a lot of them still uh, are doing the absolute worst thing at the at the bottom of the markets, going to cash and and losing money that they'll never be able to get back. And and um, um, so there's a lot of people, I think, that, that, that did that and, and, have, and have paid a really heavy, heavy loss for that. Um, but then there's also a lot of people that was really spooked by what's happened and are now seeking advice because of this volatility. Yeah, and I think you raise a really good point, this whole idea of behavioural coaching. And I think when we've had our extended bull run, it's been hard to, to demonstrate the value of that um, in a, an advice relationship, but you've, you've touched on it there in, in quite a few ways. Obviously, the non-advised members, we saw that uh, particularly in some reports from industry funds and just the sheer volume of members that were switching to defensive or um, cash options after the market fall. But you also mentioned yeah. that, that kind of having that, that conversation with advised clients about managing expectations when drops occur, but also when rebounds are, and, and sort of like the, the risk on attitude as well. So really kind of that um, the tempering that uh, reaction, that, that, that really gut uh, emotional reaction to the way markets behave. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 all about you know not it, it's the yeah you know, the most dangerous thing I think you could ever do as a as a, as an investor is is try to get caught up in this whole timing of markets and 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 you know buying in on so-called dips and 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 you know selling high that sort of thing but like it's you know, it's a very difficult um, um, uh, yeah thing to get right. Um, um, so you know you're far better off just setting the your your overall objectives of this is this is what I'm looking to achieve. You know I'm I'm receiving a five percent. I'm going to be taking a five percent pension out for the rest of my life. I, I want to um I want to cover for the effects of inflation as well. That might be another one or two percent. So therefore I'm trying to achieve a seven percent overall return from my portfolio that would largely preserve my super for the rest of my life. Which you know for a lot of people that's what they want to do. And um and and so well okay well how do you build a portfolio that can now meet those objectives? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, maybe they're moving towards next year and uh, winding down for a, a big, uh, an eventful 2020. But looking forward to to next year, what do you do as a business, particularly with you know your size um, and an integrated team, as you mentioned? How do you start thinking about well, what do we focus on for next year? What are the what's the business planning process and and what are some of the the priorities that fall out of that? Yeah, so. I think, as I said, yeah, this year we'll, we'll probably a little bit more um, focus in on just um, you know, batten down that hatches sort of thing, preserve what we've got, reassure clients, um, and and we weren't really looking so much for um, um, the opportunities to really grow, and and next year I think we're we're back into that that growth mode um, again. And um, um, we've got one of our advisors coming back from maternity leave. We're adding on another advisor as well, um, who's, who's been with us now for 12 years and, you know, has well and truly done all, all the study and educational crimes that are needed now uh, with it all. And, and so really uh, the, big, the big thing with, with the growth is, is this whole um, being an integrated part of, of the firm's offering uh, with their, with our wealth services and and really being far more proactive with it with the firm's accounting clients now um, with 
you know, the financial journey that we go on um, throughout life, you know, you've got, you've got there's points where you've got large amounts of debt and that sort of thing. So obviously um, letting clients know that, okay, we'll, we'll making sure that you have a look at your debt. And, and if you, if you, you might be paying still 3.5% um, with your existing bank, you know, that should be reviewed. Um, you're looking now at insurances and all that sort of stuff um, for younger clients and these sorts of things. So really now being a lot more proactive with our, with our um, existing firm's client base, uh, reaching out to them rather than being probably a little bit more re- reactive is what we've been in the past where a client comes to us and says, oh, I'm, I'm retiring next week. What do I do with my superannuation or something like that? Um, so um, speaking to clients, yeah, probably a little bit earlier in the financial journey um, uh, with them. Um, and, and, and then as I said, sort of, you know, with, I, th- I think we've got a pretty good offering um if in what we what we are doing for clients and 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 it's a difficult space now you know with the banks having exited wealth management um you know finding that trusted advisor is not 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 all that easy for a lot for a lot of people so we we really want to now start to build our profile a little bit more in the industry so it sounds like you're doing uh, ideally growth from uh targeting uh, or uh your clients from the other parts of the business are you thinking of growth from um uh from just the general public and, and like you say building your um your profile there of client yeah. acquisition strategies through marketing or um uh social media or what are your thoughts there around how to the to sus- um sustain growth from sort of those non-referral partners yeah, so thought. The, so the way we we try to push that is is through our thought leadership and putting that out into the into the um and basically the 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 media um, space. So a little bit on the social media side of things um uh with it with through LinkedIn mostly um there, but but more so um with the the the, the media publications um which we, we try to um do press releases every couple of months um just with with our thought leadership uh. Um, articles uh, there, so um, that's that's been one, um, and that's that's certainly helped me build up my practice over a number of years. And and um, and we so that you know the, the new advisors coming through, we really encourage them to to um, um, start using that as well for their base, and and it, it certainly does help build a profile for you. Um, and 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 it does lead to some not not a lot, but it does lead to 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 clients coming through um, as well for you. Um, and then, and then, yeah. Look, uh, certainly, yeah. The, with, with the industry itself going through the change, and and I think there'll be probably a lot of advisors, um, um, you know, perhaps exiting over the next couple of years as well. So again, just looking at, at, at what opportunities might come up there, and, and whether acquisitions might fit in with our, um, um, with our, we, you know, with what we're, we're direction that we're trying to head in with it all. Um, but to, you've got to be selective with with the the, the problem with the, the advice industry um, and and way it seems to be heading at the moment is it's the um, you know the prescriptive nature that we've got to be giving the advice in doesn't lead to being able to provide a, a low level cost. So there's certainly there's a you know there's a level of client that you really that that's that's unprofitable, and unfortunately for what you'd say for many you know the average Australian they're they're probably going to come in for, for many advisors at that kind of that unprofitable client level. So unless we can kind of change and make it cheaper for us to provide advice, there's going to be actually a lot of clients that will actually be saying, no, sorry, we, 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 we can't advise you for, you know, we're just, we're probably too expensive for you. 
Yeah, and I think everyone will be uh, watching with bated breath on some of the outcomes from the work that ASIC's doing and sort of uh, gaining some feedback from the industry around what is driving the cost of advice or how can we provide scaled advice more effectively. Hopefully, um, yeah. it comes off some sensible recommendations that can be implemented like uh, with businesses like yourself because obviously I think you've got a, the, the prime size and scale to be able to, to do that if, we, uh, if the standards um, are a little bit more... Uh, aligned with being able to provide that advice in yeah and it's got to be yeah simple advice that's that's the key and you know it always often refer back to a lot of what goes on in the health industry and that you know you can be you have some really yeah, be really sick or you know have a serious illness or whatever and you're, you're seeing specialists and that sort of thing and they're you know they're writing up a, a one-page report <laughs> for, for yeah, you to give back to your right. GP and that sort of thing, and and you know all the, the these heavy drugs that they're recommending to you, they're not they're not giving you the five other drugs that they considered with thirty page reports on on them and all that sort of thing. So yeah, there's that's and so in some ways, yeah, and that that's that's the rule that is the trusted profession, but but that's that's where we've got to head to with with what we're doing, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it sounds like a, a few businesses are keeping a bit of a powder dry to deal with whatever um, ASIC or anyone else comes up with in terms of changes. So um, it, you can only plan so much, I, I guess, in terms of the regulator. Yeah, yeah. What's I mean, the, the rules and everything like that are, are often changing all the time. Your, your super rules and tax rules and all that sort of thing. You know, that's in that's in constant change and that sort of and that's that's fine because at the end of the day, that's what's in effect keeping us in a job. But um, um, the you know when on the regulation side of things, the compliance side of things, you know, with just the amount of change that's obviously gone on there post this Royal Commission, um, it's 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 big and and, and it, look, it was needed. Obviously, yeah, you know, it's 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 pretty pathetic when you you know all these you know you, you you shouldn't be in conflict. All these things really should just be taken for granted. You you think that the people be if they come to see you, they think that you haven't got any conflicts in, in place and all that sort of thing. But no, we, you know, we've, we've now got to get all this sort of stuff all, um, all occurring. So um, I think we're pretty well positioned for all that sort of stuff um, uh, with it all. And, and um, 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 so we'll, and one of the other things that we'll do next year is move towards a self-license um, being in place for us as well, um, which will help help with all of that. But yeah, um, um, yeah, I, I just hope overall for the for the you know the way the wealth management industry is 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 moving that we can um, um, really service you know the wider community the way that we should be servicing them, not and per you, regulator. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. To do it. And just quickly, also on your team, so you know you mentioned that um, obviously you've got your, your your broad team but they also did a great job of adapting quickly in a year like 2020. How do you um, work with the team in preparation for next year or maybe when everyone gets back next year to, to keep them engaged, um, to get them refreshed and, and ready for that growth phase in your business? What are, the, what are some of the tactics you do with your team to, um, to get them uh, back on the, the, the positive, engaged and, and growth mindset? Uh, make sure they have a good break. <laughs> That's, I think. I think this this year's really it's it's worn a lot of people out. Um, so I said we'll we'll you know we'll we'll get through to the end of this year and and um, effectively close down for a couple of weeks and and um, and and hopefully that 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 provides you know a bit of a time to to recharge the batteries. But I think the yeah the key with the team being on board is is that they see the opportunities as well. Um, and and we've we've got a one of the great things with our team is that we've all um, 
they've been very loyal and and have and have stayed for a long period of time. Um, you know, most of our teams now being with us for for periods of um, um, well, half the teams being with us for ten years or more. So you know, that's in in, yeah, well. in in the accounting industry, that's that's not common to for, for, for people to hang around that long, sort of thing. So um, that's been that's been great for us for that whole stability thing. But the the the, the point is them staying on is because they see that there is an opportunity longer term with us to to grow, and that's what we've provided now for for a period of time. But but we we'd like to um, expedite up this this growth over these next few years, and and really now um, um, make sure that we've got some some advisors coming through now and and uh, and and starting to build their client base as well. Yeah, so, I think that's an yeah, important but, part but, of it is developing those uh, the emerging uh, uh, advisors and, and helping them become sort of the new leaders of the industry, right? Yeah, yeah. But even even roles like compliance has turned into a for us, it's you know now a full time management position um, in here. We have a, a person full time implementation um, on on clients. So, what's you know there's 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 you know amazing how when you continue to grow, just how these roles seem to pop up and, and the opportunities um, pop up um, for team members to to also grow into that role. And that's that's a real key, I think, for keeping uh, people on board longer term. Yeah. So finally, to finish on then, how do you take a break? How do you uh, switch off? You mentioned shutting the office down for a couple of weeks, but uh, how do you personally disconnect and recharge and refresh for, for next year? Uh, Probably the best. So I'm I'm a bit of a runner, so that's that's my best way of um um uh, recharging. So um um sounds funny, but going out for a 20k or 30k run is actually a way that my, my brain recharges. Um, wow. So I, I do that I do that regularly. Um, as Terry Terry would know, who's at Russell, um uh, uh you know with with the running and that sort of thing. So for me mentally, that's that's probably my best best form of just um you know the, in in a in, bit of um, self-meditation, that sort of thing when I'm running can just um, uh, get rid of a lot of the, the bad stuff that builds up <laughs> in the body each week. <laughs> oh, sounds good. Sounds like we might see you uh, hitting the pavement in the, around the streets of, uh, of Sydney. I generally are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Oh, thanks so much for, time, for your time, John. I really appreciate it. Really hear, I'm interested to hear about the business and and that, really, that switch as well from uh, defensive mode, but now moving into to, um, a real growth phase. So it sounds like really interesting times for you guys for, for next year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it should be. And yeah, the big thing is as well, I think for, um, you know, you can just see with, with lately what's been going on, not, not just in the markets, but just, but just this overall optimism that's, that seems to be coming out now on this vaccine news and everything like that. There's, there's been a real change in the tide now and and uh, and hopefully that 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 flows through um for the next couple of years and we're, we're back you know overall things are looking pretty good and can then start traveling overseas again maybe 2022 <laughs> <22. laughs> that might be <laughs> yeah excellent oh year. sounds good yeah. all right well thanks right. for your time i really appreciate you joining us okay thanks Bruno.